You're listening to Skip Intro with Kelvin Yee, Emak Nali, Bahi Yusuf, and Julian Yap. Today, we're talking about Netflix's Street Food Asia. If someone has to taste a real food, authentic food, it has to be street food. There's a culture of eating outside, drinking outside, hanging out outside. Always like a party going on. It's a chaotic paradise of food. It's a portal to a world of culinary heritage. People have been doing that same dish for 40, 50, 60 years. They never went to culinary school. <laughs> In the city of 10 million people, almost 1 million make a living by selling on the street. So it's been out for a while now, and because we haven't done this yet, it's about time to do it. I continue to be quite disappointed till today that Malaysia <laughs> isn't in it, but why don't you give us the lowdown on what Street Food Asia is? Yeah, we wanted to do this show earlier, but I had to wait a while before for you guys to calm down. Yeah, there was a, there's a general <laughs> sort of... You know, yeah. Once you put down the flaming uh, torches and pitchforks, I thought it was time we could Once we could the wipe the foam off our mouths, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when we decided and to record And the spittle off our phone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. By that point, your mouths were drooling and you wanted to get some street food. We wanted to get some food, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, we should give the, the list of the, the shows, the, the, the countries that did get uh, covered. We got Bangkok, Thailand, Osaka, Japan, Delhi, India, Yogyakarta, Indonesia... Chai Taiwan, Seoul, South Korea, Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, Singapore, and Cebu City, Philippines. I think Singapore is just Singapore. Yep. Yeah, it's like it's like Madonna, just one word. <laughs> because what else are you gonna put, right? So I I had it before, like all the the brouhaha. Yeah, the brouhaha. Um, I kind of had been looking forward to this because I really enjoy Somebody Feed Phil and I, I really enjoy that show because you get to see Phil go to places and eat these things and I mean you get a bit sick of the same look of joy on his face every time I don't know it's a really magical look of yeah. joy though. <laughs> but you get that magical look and we, we skipped through it we didn't watch it in order because we want to start with the Bangkok one and we'd seen the J5 lady before yeah. Like that was my first inkling that things weren't going to be fantastic with the show in that she's been on YouTube channels. She's been on some other cookery shows. You know, she did was a lobster omelette, is it? The yes. crab, crab omelette. Crab omelette, yeah. yeah. And she cooks with uh, ski wuggles on and yeah. stuff. Like she's an institution there. Yes. And I suppose you can't do a street, show food, street food show without hitting those high points. Mm. But the structure around it kind of put me off. Ooh, yeah. It's got a really weird structure. I do not like this structure. God. And starting with Bangkok was such a good idea, but badly executed. It's great right? on paper, but yeah. doesn't quite... And yeah. it's almost a little bit disappointing when you start, because if you do know Bangkok street food, and you start going into it, and this lady just straight up does tom yum, she does um, pad thai, she does omelettes. Like, she, it's never that These omelettes are the size of your head. That's fine. These, her dishes are about 100 ringgit each, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Um, oh, yeah, like no, the they're more expensive. The, the omelette is more expensive. Yeah. But like oh. the idea of just, it's a 30, so every episode 30 minutes and you're introduced to her and you learn her story and then like slowly you're introduced to one other, other guy who does like noodles and this other person who does 
I don't know, something else. I don't and know. I think you have to go back to this lady. They keep I, weaving back and forth between. I them. think I think your description of being introduced to other people is giving them a little too much credit because <laughs> you see them for a minute. You tops. give you are given very little yeah. introduction to and these other guys. And then to go back to this lady and then to hear her life story, it almost feels a bit wasted because you just think there are so many other foods we could have covered yeah. Yeah. right now, but we had to go back to learn about her story. But I feel that that format I grew into over the series, mm-hmm. it depends on the person. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think um, like like the, the character of Toyo uh, from the Osaka Japan episode is, is an character. enigmatic character, mm-hmm. right? You want to watch him. He is a little gruff. He, at one point, he just tells... He's grabbing a bunch. He's grabbing a box of ice, and he just sort of like hands to these salary men, like, "Hey, can you just put that back for me?" Yeah, you know, and they and, do, and they do, yeah. right? So it's it's this really big joke. This guy is a character, There's and a bit when he just lights his cigarette with this massive with this blowtorch because yeah, he can cook faster with a blowtorch, and how he cooks with his hands on this tuna thing. I yeah. was freaking the heck it's out. Fascinated. He has a bucket of ice, and he puts ice his and hand, salt, ice yeah. and salt, and then he has the thing that they use for like putting tar on roofs. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, it's like for cooking, it's and not he uses. A his hands no so the, joke, the, yeah. the, the, the tongues won't damage the fish. The fish, yeah. And it's like, you lunatic. <laughs> and I think it's weird because, again, to go back to that format thing, right? So you're following this character, enigmatic, you want to watch him, you want to hear his story, he's got a great story. And then suddenly you go out and talk to some guy making um, takoyaki. Yeah. yeah. And then you come back. And it's back. like they interviewed him at a stall over the course of half an hour. Yeah, it really feels that way, right? You get no depth to the character. You get, sure, he's the shop's been there for a hundred years, or he's trying to get to the hundredth year or whatever and generational blah 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 but there's nothing there you don't see his recipe you don't see about his family you just interview him it looks like it's done over the course of maybe a couple hours and then you go you go back to Toyo so you really break that flow of of being engaged in this character and the Toyo story had a weird flow anyway because when they're interviewing him on camera and he's working in the stall he's basically this puckish kind of character he's always making jokes and dragging people from the queue in to make fun of have fun with them but then when he's actually they also have like some slice of life segments which felt like it was shot before they gave the brief yeah and he's got his glasses on and he looks like the Dalai Lama just walking around buying fish yeah yeah. he seems very chill yeah 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 I get that it's an act but they don't really reconcile those Mm. yeah Yeah. and the the flip side to that is the the Chai episode uh, in Taiwan there's the guy who makes three goats stew thing in the the pot Mm. yeah so you're like, okay, this is cool. He's got a pot and he's pouring in stuff. I was like, what's that? Rice wine. Okay, this looks interesting. And, and then, then they cut away. No, no, they, they, they cut away, but they come back and he's putting his hands like, is that the goat meat that they've got in some kind of sauce? Like, no, it's clay he's putting on the top of the pot. Then he puts on a gas mask, goes into this human-sized oven, like it's like a living room in the house, essentially, buries the pot. They go through this entire thing. He talks about how the smoke in the house has damaged his kids' lungs over the source, course of like a minute at a time throughout the whole episode. Yeah. And at the end... No one tells you what it tastes like. <laughs> they I do missed this, this episode. Oh, you so missed this one? I missed they this one. do this over and over and so over again. This is the issue with the show that I have, right? So I love food shows. I love seeing, you know, I want to know what it tastes like. Yeah. I want to visually enjoy it and then imagine what it tastes like. And none of these dishes are described. Some of them do as you go along. When we get to Delhi, they start explaining, oh, you know, it's... Uh, chickpeas, it's potatoes. We mm. start ex- actually yeah, but listing the ingredients it. doesn't. It doesn't. That's yeah. why you need someone on screen, and they have people on screen. They have like the, in Singapore, they have the guy who formed Mac and Sutra. Yeah. They have actresses and TV personalities and chefs. Yeah. And then they never eat, or they eat and they don't. It's like mm, yum. 
I'm off. Which or, or they're I, just I eating in the background, right? Which yeah. I understand what they want to do there, right? Like, I get that they wanted to do something different for this food show because we've seen so many times we've seen Anthony Bourdain do all these all these places before and mm. that's okay because if you want to see that we can just go watch that show yeah. and I get that this was supposed to be a sort of I don't know like a capsule sort of diary highlighting thing. the food rather than a person highlighting the person instead of the food oh. yeah capturing their story right yeah. these people who um a lot of them have uh, succeeded with these businesses out of poverty. Yeah. And a lot the of them. The lady in Yogi Character who's like, they start yeah. work at three in the morning yeah. and she sells at a stall. And she's That's like supporting fantastic. 10 people. Yeah. yeah. Man. And I get that because, you know, these are a lot of stories that we are not going to be able to hear. Yeah. And I know I'm not the only person, but like, how many times have you been to a restaurant with your family and uh, your parent or your grandparent says, I used to come here when her dad was running this store. Yeah. And now he's passed away and now she's running it. And it's a lot of. A lot of this is born, it's a family thing, it's a preserving tradition and not letting it die, but it's also a means of survival. And I get that, mm. that that's what they want to focus on. But that's also the highlight, but also the low point of the show for me, because one, you don't get to taste, you don't get to know what the food tastes like. We get flashes of the food made really pretty in some mm. sort of like set design. At the end, the, the top down camera mm. puts in and it's like, and then they start throwing up dishes that they might have mentioned at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. It's like they had an hour long version, but they cut out the udon the, section. Yeah, yeah. And you it's like here's the udon. Like, it's like yeah, yeah here's I know other, about this. Here's other foods you can get in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it feels like a travel program masquerading yeah. as a food Ooh, program. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Like it shouldn't have been called street food, but it shouldn't be called street people. But like street food people or mm. something like mm-hmm. that, or what goes into your street food, mm. because that aspect of it is is good. Though you get to see these people, you wouldn't, you would just pass by and never even yeah. think of the, the the time they put into yeah. making these dishes. And some of them sell one dish. Yeah. And that's all they do mm. their entire lives. And that's fascinating. Yeah. But for me... But I need to know what it tastes like. <laughs> I'm so... Like, it's like, this looks so good, but I don't know what... I have yeah. no idea what that goat thing is. And like, this, making this stew is killing this man. And I have no idea why. Now, if you have any thoughts about Street Food Asia, you can send it to us on WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and on social media, we're at SkipIntroMY. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Let us know. More after this, BFM 89.9. Break from mediocrity, BFM 89.9. Hello, it's Skip Intro with Kelvin Yee, Emek Nali, Bahi Yusuf and Julian Yap. We're continuing our conversation about Netflix's street food series, this first one with a particular focus on Asia. So earlier, of course, we highlighted some of the many issues we had with it. <laughs> what would you have preferred to see instead with this series? I'd like to have seen Malaysia. That <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a given. Let's, let's, I'm just gonna put, I mean, look, I think it's weird because the show is called Street Food Volume 1 Asia. Depending where you're looking, right? I think yeah. Netflix it lists it that way. So it's it's called Street Food and, and, and then Volume 1 Asia, whatever. And it's not even Southeast Asia. They go as far as India. They yeah. go to the Philippines. They go up to Japan, Taiwan, South Korea, Indonesia. They don't do China. Interesting. They don't do Hong Kong, which mm-hmm. has got a big sort of hawker street food culture. Yeah. And they don't do Malaysia, which is also got, I think, mm-hmm. be a biased as I may be, a big street food culture. Are we biased or are we just right? You know, are we? Yeah, are we? Come do on. we just have? I mean, we do we have a point? Come on. Do we? Are we just? Yeah. So go, I have to say, like the first, this is completely true, right? So the first time I saw this trailer, I was really excited. I thought, oh my god, Chef's Table, but street food. This is mm. finally a series I 
can get behind. I was wondering and if I was going to be wandering in the background of any of the scenes. On <laughs> it's or... true, yeah. So, you know, the, the city started like filing through and I just thought, okay, so which one are they going to do? Penang? Are they going to do KL? Oh my God, the possibilities, what are they going to talk about? <laughs> and then they had the audacity not to include Malaysia. And I said out loud, ha, nope. And at that point, <laughs> the series was canceled for me because I wasn't going to watch it. Fortunately, I had to watch it for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like... I wouldn't have watched this otherwise. Yeah. Good day to you, sir. You get nothing. None of that. Netflix, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, because like, so a part of me is just like, ooh, you know, maybe they're just saving Malaysia for like volume two. Malaysia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering whether that's going to be volume two is going to be Europe or South America. No, but Europe, does Europe have street food though? Well, I mean, you can get chips on the street everywhere, really. <laughs> you know, so like, I, like, look, Latin America, South America, I get it. They've got big food, mm. street food culture. I mean, even if they go into the, the, the great African continent, um, Middle East has got a great big one. But, you know, I'm just like, Come on, man. Malaysia. Ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just a little annoyed at that. A yeah. little. And just a wee bit. I don't feel like it's biased. I don't feel like it's national pride or anything. It is a little bit of that, let's be fair. I but reckon it was just when they heard the guy from Mac and Sutra say, like, you know, we don't really have any food or, of our, we don't have any language in, yeah, uh, in that, Singapore. Yeah. So the thing that pulls us together, we've got <laughs> Malay, Chinese and everything here Malacani, and Indians yeah. in here. All pulls together is the food. And it's like, all right, we can take off Malay and Indian then. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we already did Delhi, but I guess... That's well, squeeze that in somewhere. Squeeze that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just find it hilarious. I think you know, it's the yeah. It's such a choice. It's a know? choice. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This and and like, look, I I made I made a couple of the team members sort of pull this up on a map, right? Like, you you look at it on a map. It's India, Philippines. <laughs> That's um, a hole. Yeah, it's like you know, you go to Thailand, you go to you know, uh, Japan, uh, South Korea, Taiwan, Indonesia, Singapore. And then what? They were in Singapore. They could have just gone to Johor. It's not a big trip. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that sort of like, it just, it feels like they don't like us or something. (laughs) Taking it a bit personal. But I know, I just got a little worked up there. I haven't had lunch, you see, so. (laughs) And I do get why they might have been hesitant. There are similarities in our cuisine, right? Like with uh, Indonesian food, with Singaporean food, Mm. sure. But they even use gula malaka in one of her dishes, right, in the Singapore episode. (laughs) And then they refer to it as palm sugar, I think. Oh, did they later on? Yeah, I think they did, yeah. Which is just also a decision they had to make. I get why there isn't an episode, but also we could have just had that episode. Do you really get why? I don't. I'm trying to give Netflix the benefit of the doubt. Mm. I, I, when like when I had people ask me because apparently because I do a movie review show, people think I'm like pals with Netflix, and they're like, "Why did Netflix not do that?" Bahay, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who they are. (laughs) But like for me, I just sort of like just to stoke that national pride fire thing. I'd be like, "Oh, it's because their office is in Singapore." <laughs> I don't know. I just don't mm-hmm. know why I do that. But yeah. No, look, I think I think they missed a beat there. I think there's a lot of options we could do. So yeah, those options. If they do come here, what do you think? Oh man. I think they need an entire season. If they do yeah, the entire season, but also I think they need to get a host or something. Like somebody let they, the people they, they explain to, yeah. the food. I'm getting, you know, I always make the joke about, you know, people like wine snobs who talk about wine. It's like, oh, I'm getting the back of a Ford Cortina. Yeah, yeah. It's 1979. I'm getting smelly socks. Leather, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting the inside of an old handbag. You know, like even that tells you something. Gives you something. Yeah. It's boring when they're, I yeah. feel like there shouldn't be a host though, because there's been a bunch of Malaysian straight food host shows. We've got Henry Golding doing one. Like we oh, don't really? need another one. Yeah. I think I think if it's gonna do the same thing where they speak to people, let us tell their story. I'd be happy with that. Get a food historian again, get mm. a food writer, whatever. Get the people who make the dish to explain the dish to people. 
Yeah, they mm. should maybe do that. What the flavor is, like yeah, the, yeah. why this is so important yeah, to them and yeah. what the flavor they, they aim for. Because yeah. that's something I can, you know, you never get across in these shows. It's like, well, I was aiming for this and I made changes. There's a, the griddle kind of pancake thing they make from flour oh, in one of the episodes. Not from the baffle, there's another wider one where it's a guy. Okonomiyaki in Osaka. Yeah. yeah. And that guy's like, I know I'm going to have to put in loads of hours in the kitchen, but I'll eventually put my new spin on it. And it's mm. like, well, what is it you like about this? Yeah. And what new spin would you add? And it, don't just say adding tempura flakes because everyone does that in Osaka. Yeah, it just feels like they cut the camera a little too quick. Yeah. There's just a beat that they, they could have left it a little longer that made it a bit more worthwhile to paying attention to these people. And explain how the flavor profile yeah. works and comes together. And I think and they could have leaned onto that idea of of, of preserving culture, right? Yeah. Because it felt like they kind of wanted to do that but kind of ran out of steam they with it. They mentioned it but didn't show it. But they didn't did it show in abstract it. terms, yeah. right? Mm. But also they never did it for, they didn't do it for all of the episodes. Some of the episodes are really big on like, oh, this is my culture, I'm trying to preserve it or like I'm my, my parents were getting old so I wanted to take over the shop from them. They did some of that but not everybody had yeah. that, right? But then the other, does the other lady doing the knife cut noodles which is just like I had to do this because my husband ran up debts 11 years ago yeah. and that's kind of <laughs> that's cool. kind of pretty straightforward yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean when they talk there's one moment of like in, inserted drama when they're talking about like in the 80s or 90s she had I think it was mid 90s right she had problems with the other vendors with the other vendors and yeah. they just keep shooting this other lady just across like of, the way yeah, that was a little, playing ominous a little music. unnecessary I thought <laughs> but but yeah I think they, they missed a beat in in, in in just the way they manage the episode, the, the way they manage the yeah. content, and they missed a massive beat by not coming mm. here. Sorry, still a little. <laughs> so ask, ask the people who better, make the food. Yeah. Ask the punters who are eating the food because there's always yeah. they're always shooting. It's always full. Right? It's always the box pops, always, right? They're always yeah. like shooting. They get some of the people talking about it. What dishes should they put in a Malaysian version? I want to see ice kacang. I want to see chenang. Oh, yeah. I, I want. There should be a whole episode on just dessert on kueh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, there's so yeah. many possibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or and I mean, then just do just I mean Penang, then yeah. Johor. Look, don't forget our East Malaysian guys, right? Exactly. Sarawak laksa be crazy, and it just look. Where do you even start, right? And that's kind of the problem. You can tell that you can tell that they tried to do this with the Singapore episode, right? Because oh, it's a melting pot of culture. So they had you know one of this and one of this and one of this, but it's like you're. Y'all could have just done a whole series on Malaysia to yeah. just do that. Yeah. It's not that hard. All right, then. If they can only... But they, each show has three. What okay. Three so let's call three, right? Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to go nasi lemak. Mm-hmm. Nasi lemak. You Classic. Roti canai. And then just a little nod to our, our, our brothers over there. Sarawak laksa. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't really like laksa. I'm, just, I'm done with that show, man. <laughs> I love roti canai, but just laksa, I don't get it. Uh, I want to see um, a kind of bit of everything, I think. I want to have, I'm going to have one noodle in there, but then have also like a nasi kukus in there. Ooh. You know, I don't know. What, are the, what else? What <laughs> We have no food, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then have a dessert. Have a nice kacang. Have a chandol. I want to I learn about, uh, ooh, cake lapis. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. 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 Cake yeah, lapis. Yeah. So it's strange that we weren't featured also if we consider the fact that, you know, Malaysia is also sort of facing some of the struggles that the other na- Asian nations are also facing. And mainly that's uh, gentrification. That's also with the rising costs uh, of, you know, just being able to rent a property out in a, in a certain space. Mm. So, you know, we have the struggles. We have really good stories. We have really good food. So just being missed out on like that just still feels a bit sour. Slighted. 
Right. Slighted. I think I think I think Julian put it put it really strongly. Right? They made a choice to made not choice. to not feature us, mm-hmm. and that seemed like a strange. They choice. made a choice to feature Putupiring when they could have really featured everything else. Hmm. Not saying that Putupiring isn't great, which it is. It's fantastic, but y'all could have come here and do do it. You know, could have done Dodol too. We are talking today about Netflix's street food series, Street Food Asia. Let us know what you think. Have you watched it? Have you just decided not to watch it because we were left out? Drop us a note at movies at bfm.my or on social media. We're at skipintromy. This is the Evening Edition, BFM 89.9.